Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, TNT Hoops, episode 19, um, season finale, um, just to kind of close out uh, first season of TNT Hoops here again, the co-host, the man, the myth, Kuni Slang, what's good? Ain't no myth about me, but I'm good, what it do, baby? What it do? What it do? I'm chilling, man. You know, we ain't here, we haven't given you guys an episode in a while, so, you know, let's talk to the people, bro. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. So for today, we got uh, a lot of topics, obviously. We haven't been with you guys for a little bit. Um, wrap up the finals. I guess that's probably pretty much start. it. Pretty much since the season ended. Everything since the season ended, going through the draft, you know, free agency. You know, free agency coming up, what, Sunday here? Yeah. Sunday at 6 o'clock? Yeah, something like that. Kicks off. Um, I think, like, everyone's been saying, the like, free agency basically has been started since the middle of the playoffs. All right. Or even since we knew AD was trying to be a Laker, but officially, yeah, it starts on Sunday. AD, AD to the Lakers is crazy. We obviously going to talk about that later, but just the fact that it actually happened. Yeah. You know, we were, it was kind of just like a pipe dream. Like we, we knew that, you know, their agents were trying to make it happen, but it actually happened. And look, look right now, it's on TV. Yeah. And if they get D-Lo, man, if they get D-Lo, I'm beat. Yeah, we'll get into it, as Cody said. But, yeah, uh, TNT hoops, man, so we'll... I guess we'll wrap up the finals right now. Um, Toronto, obviously, 4-2. Kawhi Leonard, MVP. Toronto's hero. Uh, the, uh, the assassin. The, the mercenary, as some would say, if he decides to leave and go to Los Angeles. Um, what are your thoughts after after that? Uh, both of us predicted the Warriors would win, but a slew of injuries here and there. Yeah, I mean. Right. Um, Kawhi, man, I, I, think, I think he's getting slightly overrated. And I'm always like a, a critic, I guess. But um, I think Kawhi is, you know, dominant on both ends. Probably the most dominant player, you know, consistently on both ends yeah. that we have in the game right now. But um, I think in terms of just pure skill and the ability to lead a team, um, I think KD will be kind of shaky with that. You know, I think KD skill-wise is better than him right now. Yeah. But as far as leading a team, Kawhi has proven that he can do that. Yeah. You know, I, I guess being the guy without, like, yeah. a Steph Curry next to him or, you know, another Just like the sole all, figure on the squad. Know, another all-NBA yeah, player next to him. Yeah. Right. Um, but I still think LeBron's better than him. Like, I had to go through the whole series, the whole season, see everything progress. And I think, I still think 30, what, 34, 35-year-old yeah. LeBron James 28, 8, 8, is better yeah. than LeBron. I mean, better than Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, so I think Kawhi's a top three player in many words. Um, after what he did, I think he solidified himself with those two. Yeah. You know, which is, I think, just, a step. And, and because yeah, people, it, people make it seem like, sorry, I'm kind of rambling on this, but people make it seem like, you know, Kawhi's been that guy. Kawhi's obviously been good, but he showed us something that we have Completely different. Yeah, yeah, this is the first time we, we got kind of glimpses of it in that San Antonio playoff run before we got hurt against the Warriors. and. Obviously, before that, like going up against the Heat, but this is the first real time that we've seen him as the guy, yeah, as as the focus, and everyone knows right. he's the focus, and yet he's still going for thirty eight, and I mean, like putting his team on his back. I mean, what was series. 
Not to cut you off. What was the what were the numbers? Did you see they put those out? Like what were his numbers throughout the playoffs? I think it was like thirty nine and four. He was like one of two guys that ever do that. Like throughout a whole playoff, I think nineteen games he played. Yeah, maybe a little bit more than that. And uh, it was like him and Jordan were the only two people to do that. So I mean, just showing it was it was it was historic. Um, his run was historic. He was playing like I said. He was dominated on both ends in the playoffs when it mattered. You know, leading that team. You know, he basically cobbled in the championship. Like, yeah. he looked like... He was playing on his, one leg. He was playing on one leg, at you know, at a certain point. You know, even in the Bucks series, you saw it a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, all kudos to Kawhi and the Raptors and, you know, Canada for getting that championship. But we ain't going to sit here and act like they beat yeah. the Warriors. Yeah. Like, they won. You know what I'm saying? They won, you know, credit to them. But it was, you know. That, and, they didn't beat what everybody wanted them away. to beat. Yeah, they, they walked into a championship and, and a championship nonetheless. Like you said, right? You didn't. Let's, as you said, let's not make it seem like. And it rarely happens in basketball. Like you look at the Warriors championships; like they rarely faced a healthy Cavs team or exactly. like a complete Cavs team. And so you don't look back and say uh, it wasn't a championship. It still happened, right? Happened. Like, um, so, all credit to Toronto. It, but in my opinion, that's probably the last one they get. For a little bit, which kind of like I unless Kawhi leaves, words I don't see any, I don't see any, not I don't see any hope of a championship. I mean, who do you really go to at that point? You you basically I mean, get you, up you hope Pascal him. progresses and you hope someone decides to come there. Like you get a guy through the pipeline. Well, nobody's going to Toronto. Yeah, that's and, the thing. Nobody's going to Toronto. That, yeah, I, like I've heard. You know, NBA but, but players can, about can, talk about it right it, now. Like, it can happen. It can happen. We don't. Right. Like, yeah. Don't. I mean, but if Kawhi goes, he, they're done. So. You know what I'm saying about Toronto? I don't think of it like that. Though. I don't think it's more like because it, it's not just a free agent to sign and go there. Like a trade can happen, or yeah, because if they keep the core of Pascal, OG, Ananobi, uh, Gasol, Ibaka, like you just Gasol is cooked. He's cooked, but he's a veteran big man. Like he's, I mean, how easy you got another year of him? Or, would you rather him or Andre Drummond? Right now? Yeah, in the playoffs, or like in a game that matters. I mean, right now, I'd rather have Gasol for sure. But moving forward, you'd rather just have a younger guy yeah, at this have, point have with, a younger with guy him. That yeah. plays the bulk of the minutes, but yeah. as long as you have him around for like the next year or two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said he's cooked. Like, how, how much more of Gasol do you have? You have a little, you probably have a couple more years in Ibaka. Yeah. Um, Siakam's obviously coming up. But then you have a, a veteran point guard in Lowry. Yeah. Um, Danny Green. But that goes gone. to our conversation <laughs> of the East. Like, look, like, that team in itself will always be be in contention in the Eastern Conference Finals as the East stands, especially if, if Kawhi does leave. It's not like, all right, well, now the East is exponentially stronger across the board. It's just the Sixers and the Bucks, right? And so... Boston. Boston, to an extent. To an extent. I mean, it, Brad Stevens, you get he gets a guard in there, like they were saying, a Kemba Walker type. You got, you got wings that... You know, are talented, but they move like you know. It's a kind of a they can move oh, the yeah. ball. Oh yeah, Boston a, will be better talent They'll still be good. You know, but I don't think they're gonna lose Kawhi and just not have anything like I. You For know, that, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. I'm just saying, guys can leave the free agency. Danny Green could be gone. He True. can go take that bag from the Lakers. He can go take that bag from somewhere that needs a straight shooter. Because Toronto, I mean, so if Kawhi's leaving, he said he was waiting to see what Kawhi does. That's yeah. why free agency so Which crucial. Is, I mean, it's no real order to this, bro. Like, what? I mean, how? You went from we went from, you know. Let's, let's talk about the draft. I mean, what yeah. you think? Uh, so the draft. <laughs> I, I mean, damn. All right, you throwing some court shoes at me. I mean, not even if you had it. If you had it. If you wanted to go a certain way, we can do that. But I'm saying. Well, like, you know, let's close out because we have like playoffs, awards, like 
like the, the dudes we thought throughout the playoffs. Right. Like oh yeah, let's talk about that. Playoffs. My yeah, fault. So, uh-huh. That's definitely in the mix. Um, we definitely said we we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So let's go to the playoff awards. Um, all playoff team. And we thought, well, we thought to do this too, just because we obviously see the voting for the you know regular season awards. It's almost like it doesn't matter at this point. Especially you see the All NBA teams after you've seen the playoffs. It's yeah. like damn, like who was it? Like we were talking, like it's just like certain people where you're just like. Like, he was on the All-NBA team when his yeah. guys that proved, you know, in the playoffs their worth, you know. Yeah. So it happened last think, year with D-Lo. Right. Like, Damon Lowe was, like, the first-team point guard. Right, and then he, you know, so it's almost like these rec- these playoff awards almost have a little bit more significance, obviously, because, you know, you're, everybody's fighting to get that championship and fighting to play well at the right time. So it kind of doesn't make sense why they don't just do the voting after the playoffs. Yeah. We were trying to figure that out, I guess. So, obviously, this is a way we can – Kind of just solidify. We're just going to do the first exactly. team. Um, we'll go back and forth. Uh, so, for the point guard or the first guard spot, Steph. Steph Curry, yeah. He's yeah. the best point guard in the league. And uh-huh. the best point guard in the league in the playoffs as well. Yeah, 44, 38, 94 from the line. Like, a lot of people are saying the whole not clutch narrative. Um, I'm sure you want to defend your man. So, go ahead. What do you – what's your Pe- su- I mean, su- people, synopsis of that? Yeah, people that say he's not clutch is almost a um, – you, you – I just feel like with the better guys like Steph and LeBron and all that, when you see them compete in the championship every year on a year-by-year basis, it's when people, everybody tunes in. So you're only seeing, like, those big, those huge, bright moments, but you're not really seeing the process of it. So people will say, like, oh, he's not clutch. Like, the stuff you didn't watch. Portland yeah, was crazy. Like, you, you didn't watch those games away. Right, you didn't watch the timing and how we started playing uh, when Kevin Durant went down and just led that team to the finals, you know, at, like, injury-free and probably gave Kevin Durant at least time to come back. Like, yeah. That's how how quick of work he swept the when they swept the Blazers, yeah, you know. So this whole not clutching like he in playoff games if you're winning it down the stretch if you're down, what were they they were down like 15, 20 to the Blazers a couple times and yeah, came back like, like how are you not clutching 15, 15, leading your team games, back in playoff games like you know what I mean? So I think people just see the whole to answer your question about him not being clutch and me defending him people see the whole that one moment always zero for eight um, under twenty seconds. Uh, go ahead, basket. Yeah, like that's just, just a small sample size. Like, if you extend on. that to thirty seconds or a minute left in the fourth quarter, like I'm sure his shooting percentage can probably be comparable to other guys in the league. And that's when it really exactly. matters. Like you can't just chop a game down to twenty seconds and say a guy's exactly. not clutch off for that. Exactly. Um, second guard spot, Clay. Um, I think what Clay showed us um, back into that Toronto series, mm-hmm. like he's really just carrying the Warriors, especially in Game Six, like thirty points before the ACL tear. Yeah, so this one's tough. Um, I would just say Harden, just to just go, you know, be go back. Let's have some yeah. debate here, um, where you can, because obviously I can go Clay and just say, you know, he, Clay was a dominant player on both ends. What he showed in the finals was nuts, obviously. Yeah. But Harden, I feel like Harden's kind of reached that point where well, he's great so much that even when he's just right, like he's so great that even when he's just great, it's almost like. Oh, he didn't show up, or you know what I mean? Like he averaged thirty-one in the playoffs this year, so, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like not performing. But people say he didn't come, he didn't show up, he didn't perform. And obviously, we can get into how the Rockets play, like we always argue about, and if that style plays just not working or whatever. But he's he puts in work to the point where like he's he has to be, you know, okay. that, that playoff guard because that's what he that's what he gave you, you know, even against the Warriors and who they play in the first round. Um, Utah. Utah. I mean, that's what he gave you. And Clay, you know, Clay has the, Clay has the, 
you know, Clay can be off a couple yeah. nights. And I it guess just because <clears throat> I saw it for longer. Yeah, um, I think that's sometimes you're right. kind of a little caught up in that. But for me, like, the reason I picked Clay is just because even in I, that yeah, Rock, I don't even, even in that Rocket series, like, you saw right. how, from, how they don't, yeah, is, they don't win that Rocket series without him specifically. Like, the, like what he does kind of stuff. Like, him and Iggy, especially, and Looney. Like, you, you're the one that kind of put me on the Looney. Come on, Looney. Yeah. Being a solid NBA player, right? Yeah, and he would be a guy that – I think Looney can get some. Somebody might throw something at him. Definitely. He's definitely getting 10, 15 million plus. Like he's a guy defending the rim, defending the guard. All right, so for that first forward spot, Kawhi, obviously, for all the Kawhi. reasons we talked about. Just we already talked about him. being incredible. Um, Giannis, sure. I think, uh, just at the other forward spot. So I said Giannis originally. Yeah, I'll stick with Giannis. You know, just dominated. Yeah, you 25, know. 12, 5, one block, one shot. So what would you – let's see something real quick. Um. Giannis comes back with a jump shot or the – I mean, you can't really say a jump shot, but what what can he, the Bucks do? He hits do? it at a high clip. Like, so he shoots it. Yeah, because he's already shooting it. He shoots too yeah. slow, though. That's my thing. Oh, but that, and obviously all, like, all the mechanics can keep you know getting yeah. better. He shoots from so far out in front of his face, I feel like he should bring it in a little bit more. But that's all years. Of, like, he just learned to play basketball. Like, some of these dudes, like, we see them say it. But you really have to think about it. Like he wasn't, he didn't come up practicing the yeah. form of shooting a ball. So it's all going to come. But even to do time. that at the NBA speed, like I've seen him like shooting like in warmups and stuff like that, and he has it down to where he can get it up quick. But like obviously that's just in a controlled environment. But I think over the summer, like Giannis, for he's one of the players that, and like this is cliche, but he's one of the players that you just know is he wants. He's not content with just right. Like he was genuinely upset. I Dog, feel like, right. yeah, like after the whole Raptor series, as he should be. But like, even winning the MVP, he wasn't happy just with that. Right. Like, and so like, which is a rare breed for guys yeah. in the league now, just because of, you know, the luxury. I just feel like life is great life in America. for us. Yeah. It's so it's great. almost like the luxury of them playing sports. I feel like they'll just some of them get content, and, and it's human nature. Yeah. But you know. Some dudes really want it, like Giannis. You know, dudes like that are going to get yeah, gifted. His, his so AAU trips weren't like planes and you go to Orlando mm-hmm. and see Universal and stuff like that. No, like, it was just like <laughs> I wouldn't even get into all that. But yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, that, like, that's the that's the kind of that's a lot of kids come. Oh, you saying okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. That like, makes from sense. From the mud, sure. like if that makes sense, like he's the kind of person, like him and his brothers, like he seems like a Jimmy Butler. Like, remember, we were here Jimmy Butler's was early stories. Like yeah, he was just living in an apartment, right. like just no no Wi Fi, nothing. Just go to the gym. Who come back, and that's the thing. They still do that now. Yeah. If you look at Jimmy Butler's like Instagram stories and stuff, they playing cards and dominoes all the time. I'm like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, Hang out, play basketball all day, and like there's a couple guys in the league, like the Pat Bell, like just and so, some dudes want it. So yeah. I mean, Giannis is one of those guys. And that scares me. Um, it scares me for being a Sixers fan. Cause right. So that's. It's, do you see? Do you see them winning? Do you see them winning one in the next three years? The Bucks. Great. I mean, that's his prime. <clears throat> this is his prime. He's about to be what twenty? No, I mean he still has a couple years to be in his prime, his athletic prime the, at least. The roadmap to that is 25. like, like middle either if Middleton leaves, they got to get somebody like like they bring in like a Horford and like Tobias or something like something like. That's the thing. Those teams, it, it, Milwaukee, stuck. you can't. Yeah, no, but it's that's not, those. Yeah, he, he's above that. Like yeah. I think other guys in the league that do respect his game, yeah, says like, like yo, he can do mm-hmm, everything, sure. and like all I gotta do is just bring a B level type game because he can. Be like Kawhi and mm-hmm. these guys, but he just hasn't had enough experience. Like this is his first year, really. Like he played in the playoffs before, but he wasn't really. You know what I mean, no, for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they. Get, I just. I feel like the Bucks. I like just to, with matching up with us. 
um, since Giannis is that type of player where he has to get downhill and teams have kind of figured out you put the big on him. With us having Embiid, I feel like for the next few years or however long this day's arrival, we can have the upper hand just with those two being our two best players because of the way um, Giannis has to score the ball. He's only going to like... Like you, not, not, you like Giannis over. Embiid. I think he's only going to get better though. Like that, yeah, that, that's you like Giannis like, over because he he's not he can't do anything right now. That's what that's why I'm so enamored by this whole thing because he's scoring 25, 12, like doing all this in like such a simple game. It's all around the rim. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a simple game though. Yeah, but it's, it's not simple. It obviously is simple. But to him, for to his capacity as a right. basketball player, it's a young basketball mind. Like just like you say, he hasn't been playing as long as these guys, but he's getting that experience now faster than ever. Like. And like the stuff that you saw, oh, for sure he's going to get better. Like, that's not my thing. I'm not saying. But like, that. what's who's scary? Embiid, Embiid getting better or him getting better? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you had to put them both on a like a trajectory, like we have to, if we if we're to win a championship, we got to win the next two, like two or so years. Because by year four or five with this Giannis thing, like, it won't even be a conversation anymore. Man. You think so? Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see down the line because they're 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 the same age, and it, I mean it seems like it does seem as so. Um, Giannis has a. Uh, more longevity, like just the way he's built, I guess. Yeah. He's like a KD type. I think, you know, the bigger guys obviously are going to break down, obviously Embiid, but even Giannis too. But I think Giannis can last just the way he's built, the way he it's works. Almost like a the muscular he takes care of his build, body. Like yeah. It's almost not, no, nowhere close to LeBron. It looks he like he's supposed body. to be playing basketball. Yeah. Like he's, he's built like, you know, Embiid is like a big-ass dude that was shaped into a basketball. Like yeah. Obviously, Embiid was skinny growing up, but he, now he filled it out. Yeah. He's he kind of just like shaped into a basketball like, you player. You could tell right? by his body, like he easily could be a, be a volleyball player. He's right. real lengthy. Like, but it's, yo, dog, yeah. I can't. If he, if he even gets to a spot to where he like, he's shooting like smooth in transition, like it's over. Like like if, but that that, that that's the thing. That anywhere sniffing, like that doesn't come overnight. That doesn't come over season. That comes over like seasons and seasons of work. So as far as like years for him. So like it, it, by I mean, season, this, this is his. No, this is like his sixth year, seventh year. I think it's about to be a seventh. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. He's but he does he does need help. And that, that's the thing in the NBA. Like even as great as he can be, like with the. Superstar level of bead and just like help around him, like he's still not beating that alone. We saw that, like that fifty point game was, he was he had like two threes that game, like he still was. Yeah, we'll. I mean, we'll see. Like yeah. you said, it's, it's definitely interesting. In the center, would Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, um, just because Embiid wasn't playing that much in the playoffs, but you know what it is from him: 25, 13 assists or eight assists, thirteen boards. Like just. Uh, Jokic, yeah, he he's was balling. Yeah, like the forty six sure. against the Spurs, he was balling. He did his thing. Yeah, Jokic is. I think he he definitely deserves his credit. Um, I think Denver. I was just saying to you earlier. I think Denver is a interesting free agent destination because you have Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., and Jokic. Like, who wouldn't like? I'm a four man. Like I'm like Marcus Morris, or Tobias Harris, or yeah. one of those dudes. You, I'm like, you hold on, right in, and you get your shots. And you, you get your shots the way they play. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely interesting to me. Um, biggest surprise. That was just a side question. Who's your biggest surprise in the playoffs? My biggest surprise? Yeah, a guy like that. Not not the superstar level guy, but the guy that performed higher than you thought or he raised your eyebrows going into next year and as a player. I mean, it's always, I, mean I think it's always interesting. Uh, in the finals every year, there's always like a guy that, you know, just kills. Van Vliet was that guy this year. Okay. So that was interesting. He, I mean, Van Vliet was, it got to a point where Van Vliet was a, he was arguably the best player on the floor sometimes for Kawhi. I mean, I said for Kawhi, for the Raptors. 
you know, even with Kawhi on the floor, just because of how consistent, how timely his yeah, buckets yeah. were. Like, it was like, wow, like, Warriors, the Raptors up 12, they people going crazy. Cut the lead. Warriors cut three. the lead to four, yeah. and he had a desperation yep. three. Wow. <laughs> or he had a state, oh, pump fake, oh, come off, you go under the ball screen stuff, oh, so line this yeah. up, cash. Bro, and, so, you know, the way he was guarding stuff, too, not to interject, but, like, bro, that he was, was picking up, yeah, that's exactly. Picking up he was hounding him, no matter what, like, like having a dude that's coming in fresh, like he's mm-hmm. not playing the full forty, like Steph is. Right, and Steph's getting pushed around the whole time. And then he coming in and being an act too. It's it's definitely to know. Van Vliet was I, I thought Van Vliet was definitely interesting. Um, biggest surprise. I think I don't think I want to talk about this. But Demarcus Cousins a little bit. Yeah. I'm not gonna say he was a surprise. Obviously coming back from like an injury. But to, to, play, him, to play in a pressure pack situation. To, yeah, in that, in that situation, to not be really in. You know, real game shape, and then to play in the at the biggest stage is obviously tough. Yeah, but I think it was kind of interesting to see that. Yes, you know, even all that, even for all that to be stacked against him, how bad he looked at times. You know, he obviously was, you know, valuable when he was scoring the ball. Yeah. You know, in stretches, you know, rebound, offense, rebound, yeah. running, but just him. Some team, teams might look at him like, yo, can the this dude even be? Yeah, the back-breaking plays, like, where it's just like, yo, that was just a pointless foul or, like, you didn't have to reach there. Like, I remember one of those, like, it was on the short post and he just, like, shot clock, you almost got him down to a shot clock violation, just swipes for the foul right. like, towards the end of the game, like, stuff like that. It just, right. So who, that's what I'm saying. So who, what teams are giving him something substantial over 82? Like, you like, all right, I need him as my starting five for 82. Like, what teams are really about to throw him something, like, Man, a team that a team that needs to make a push, like mm-hmm. so, like that's what I'm saying. I thought he was interesting because I don't know, like he was looking shaky out there. But think I think like he has Charlotte, a like Charlotte, Charlotte loses Kemba, like they got to bring somebody in. You know what I mean? Like somebody in to get butts in the seats. He like, got to sign that contract. Like if Vucevic, Vucevic leaves <laughs> Orlando, I guess they put Mo Bamba in, but like that may not be their guy that brings. Nah, him they're in. not taking Boogie. They have so many big. They just drafted another big. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously we don't know yeah. where he. You know, really fit in right now. I just thought he was interesting because he was. Yeah. I mean, he's I gonna was, get he's gonna get a solid contract somewhere like a right. eight eight to twelve million dollars, I think, for like a, a year or two, and then get a you know. He should go to Brooklyn. Yeah, depending on if it's just Kyrie and if they know Katie's coming, it's just like all right, like you show us what you can do this year. Maybe we'll have some more money for you next year. Sound like that. He should happened. go to Brooklyn. Yeah, and play with Kyrie and. That'd be tough because they need a big. Like they have Jared Allen, but they're just small. Like you even can keep Jared Allen and just bring him off the bench at this point. Yeah. I think he's still in the contract. Boogie is back to 100%. You can start him and that'd be good minutes for him just to get flowing. All right. So, last question about the playoffs your biggest bust in the playoffs, biggest disappointment? Um, I mean, I, it has to be Sixers related, right? Because I don't really, yeah, I'm not yeah, disappointed I mean, by anything. I mean, Anyone else did? But what, play, what player? I mean, just. Who's I mean, the, obviously the. the I biggest, mean, because you you and the I biggest are punch is Ben Simmons, <laughs> things like that. But I, I bro, I'm looking back really? at the whole the grand scheme. I'm I'm ready. I'm hyped for next year. Like, pressure's on him. Like this is almost like all right. This is about to be his contract year. Yeah. Pressure's on him. Like yeah. you know, so it's almost like we're going to live with it at this point. Like I was laughing to myself the other day in the crib with some weird, with some actual weird stuff. But I'm thinking like, yo. When Ben Simmons hits a three, like it's gonna be so awkward. It's gonna be like awkwardly like relieving. Not but like people are gonna like if it's in Philly, people are gonna go crazy. That's so weird. Like you're in your fourth year, third fourth year in the league, third year playing. Such a weird storyline to have behind. Like what is he gonna do? NBA player. 
He's gonna be. You, you what know, is he, he doing when he hits? I, we have to like. I so, need the so there's two. There's two ways I think he reacts. Right. He's obviously an Instagram heavy boy. He's gonna post and be real he, happy. If he, he, po- he I'm, if he posts a picture of he hits a three in his fourth year in the league, I'm unfollowing. I, I guarantee you it. I yeah, am You know that's the type of boy he is. But like I'm saying on the court, like yeah. what is his react? Like, is it, like that, he, that he, shot goes in. Like, it's gonna he be just a, run back, or is he just stand there? Like because it's gonna be on a stretch. You know how Ben is. Like it's gonna be like we just scored like. Couple straight, like he's had a crazy dime. He's gonna yeah. come down in the flow of it, bang! It's, it's, everything Bro, gonna go crazy. Laughing. Somebody gonna call timeout, right. and Benji gonna be cheesing hard as shit. No, like, no, nobody gonna call timeout on Benji in his first three. It's gonna be some shit like oh, everybody. Gonna no, it's gonna be on. It's not just gonna they be on shoot the that. first. Uh, Bro, it's his first three. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard to actually envision that, bro. He, this is really about to be his first NBA make. So, like, yeah. the whole the whole vibe of that is going to be so weird just because of how much jokes he gets and all that. Like, yeah. he really shot a three he, against the He got to make a couple of, like, he can't just hit one that game. Like, he got hit, like, three. And then, like, oh, shit, Ben can shoot now. Because if he's just, like, he go, like, one for five. Man, yeah. right, no, shoot. if he go one for five, I'm happy. He shot five three. Like, yeah. it's best of oh, shit. Yeah. But, I, need no, just, I just want to, like, just think about, like, I don't, does he not want to just be able to, like, all right, let me just come up and pull this three like cause i i see him he works on us he like i'm you know real particular with the workouts like the pregame workouts yeah. and stuff with our guys just to see like what they're working on especially like guys like ben where we know he has a deficiency in shooting yeah i watch those and he does he shoots from both wings he shoots like pull up threes like in warm-ups and them sh- you know, he be bricking like yeah. don't get me wrong like he can make them obviously but his shot's still a little he's bit broken. A he's working. Player, yeah. He can get it up. His mechanics, yeah, yeah. He can keep working on his mechanics. But he shoots those specifically, and I noticed that. And then he shoots those corner threes. I know you always see that. He yeah. shoots those corner threes, just stay, catch and shoot. So Brett Brown has always been talking about how they've been working him to try to be able to shoot that corner three like Tony Parker used to shoot so it. Fucking just effective. like stand there and you shoot it. You know how it. effective it is? Because it just it pulls your man that much further away from the right. bead. Right. And then like you, you and now have You can all catch a triple threat and play. Somebody has to actually close out on you being that speed. Yo. Cause then, like at that point, like you know, just like you see in all those, like any any coaching basketball video, like once somebody takes that st- aggressive step towards you, and now you're attacking their feet, like it was just you shoot it. So it's just Ben just shoot the ball, but it's like <laughs> the oh. pressure is on him, just like you said. Like and, and this is perfect for us as Sixers fans at this point. Like I want, like it's either I'm on or off Ben Simmons by the end of this year. Like either I'm, I'm looking to trade you. Like when we're at this point next year, at the end of season two, and I'm like, all right, I'm off of Ben Simmons. Like, I feel all I'm, that. I'm, I'm, it's almost like it's make or break time. Yeah. But to finish my point, I was saying how Brett Brown, he he had him shooting those corner threes, and he's saying that's what he's trying to work into next. So if maybe they're telling him, look, like this year, you know, shoot him when you want to, or whatever. Like maybe they're really in this, like shoot him when you want to. We're gonna, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna break, we're gonna slowly ease into it. Like you are gonna shoot mid range jump shots, oh, and then next year, like get you know it, what I'm saying. No. Maybe that's get the it thought, up. huh? Get it exactly. Up. But maybe that's get the thought up. process. Let him shoot him in warm ups, and then next year we're going to like, all right, now he's going to have to start shooting him. That's why I said the pressure is on him. Yeah. Like this, something you all right. So you came back last year, and you knew everybody was gonna say something about your shooting, and you didn't improve it. But you what, didn't, you what, didn't what did he him. add to his game? So this, now, is, this is what scares me, not to throw you off your train of thought, but what did he, he add became, to his I think he, I think he got weight. Like, I think there's something to be said. Um, his his stats didn't really improve like that because I think he went up like one. The game. Just the feel. He was a better of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the, you can't really mark that down with stats. And I think he got better at what he was already good at last year. So I think okay. um, that's how he, like, improved his game, I would say. Yeah. Um, so I'm not one of those guys that – like say, oh Ben came back and let this year the same. Like he was terrible still. No, like yeah, no, I was, like, I wasn't insinuating he, that at all. But exactly. No, I'm just saying, there's just to get that out there. People think like that. Um, I, I do think 
so it's not even just on Ben, and this is this is another thing as a Sixers. I not to make this a Sixers related podcast, but the, the rest of the team as well. Like Zaire, like you've had a whole year off, my friend, and you're still a first round pick. Like I need him next year to be able to give us at least 18 minutes a night that are good, consistent minutes. I mean, that's what he's going to be expected. Yeah, that like, and it has to be solid. Like, like you get a whole year off of basketball. We we saw good Embiid, and I'm not comparing to him and Simmons, but like. That time to develop your body, I know he was sick at the start of the year, but like to be around an NBA environment. I think environment, he can be a player. I like, think yeah. I think he can give us what like James Ennis at least was giving us, and that was that was you know sporadic in spots. James Ennis was you know right there for us. I think Zaire can be like that in a playoff series already, just because of his skill set, you know, know the way he plays. But I'm I'm actually I'm happy you said him. I'm excited yeah. to see him play next year. Um, it's being in the mix, him and the dude and the kid we just got. Yeah, Matthias. Um, uh, Matisse, 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 Stiebel. Matisse, Stiebel. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. your name right sooner or later. All right. Um, you want to go into that, or you want to go into the regular season awards? Because we, we can go into the draft and all that good stuff, or we can go into the draft or what? The just to talk about the regular season awards, like the MVP. There, so it was on Tuesday night for those of you listen. I guess on this Friday morning or whenever you listen to the episode. Let's go draft. Um, Let's talk some draft, and then we can get into those awards. Because uh, we, I mean, we just shit it on like I. I Giannis won MVP. Like I, I, I came out and said that I don't know how I even argue that. Do you think Giannis deserved to win MVP? Just in the most casual way right now. I just want yeah. to know. Like you think he did? Yeah. And I and I I have been keeping up with what you've been writing and like you've been kind of going back and forth with people on Twitter just about like why why it was important. I did hear Gill's reasoning as to why it was important to give guys like Harden the MVP. But mm-hmm. I do think Giannis' season was a little bit different from those like Steve Nash years where his team had the best record. Like you. Like you said a couple seconds ago, you can't quantify how much some guys do for their team in stats. And whereas Harden did a crazy amount, pulled his team well, out like of that, the so, so, so. But Giannis said just the – like, is that not the same exact amount? Like, who's to say the Bucks aren't the eight seed or the the nine seed in the East without him? Right? Like, I know Budos was great, but, yo, Giannis is – yo, he did – I don't think they are, though. Bro, he was – Dog, he was, I, do you think the Bucks are an eight seed in the East with right. home with middle? They're, they're, they're bottom tier. So eight is an exaggeration, but they're the bottom tier of the East. Yo, yeah, he, he does so I mean, much, he, bro. But that's yeah. You know, no, playing, for playing sure, he's definitely a valuable like player. Him, like this is where, like, I didn't like what Gil was doing. Like he was making it seem like, like the guy that has the like he has like thirty five percent of the possession, just killing you possession after possession. And like you know how hard that is, like to have that all on you. Whereas playing in a team system is a lot easier. Or like you go to sleep at night, like but that's less about the Bucks. But, but the way that the Rockets have designed it, that's Harden's skill set, right? So that's the way he has to beat you, and that's the way the team is built around him, and that's the way they have to beat you. So Harden had to give you thirty six. But the, the trick is around Giannis is like you you can still play your best game, but like you can never be lazy, and like I think that's a like that's a thing. Like he he makes sure that. A team is always on their toes defending. Like that's also like a team as a whole. So it's not just one guy or that's focusing on Harden. Like it's from any spot on the floor, right? right? And like even on the defensive end, like just the length and like coming from weak side help and all of that shit. Like it factors in. Like, like he's a safety for them essentially, especially when they just put him at the five. Like, like that's the thing. Like that's what makes them go 60, 67 wins. They ain't win that many games. They, 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 I'm, how many did they win this year? They won 67. No, they won 60, I think. 60, I think 60 I'm sorry. 22. But, um, like, it's just, I don't know, dog. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not really I'm getting into trying to score, like, with Giannis, like, on one, like, you're, as a team, and you're having a slow night. 
and he's in one of those moves where he's just pinning everything up against the glass, helping on everything, clogging pass lanes up. Like I mean, yeah, that's all good, but um, most valuable to a team. That's like the, that's, that's his like hard, what Harden was doing for that team, bro. It's like, like I think that everything you said, like I'm not really getting into this. I don't really want to go back and forth about this because I think I mean it's, it's good, over at this point. No, because it's I'm a saying, good conversation like, though to, to where you value as a what do you value more as when you say most valuable player? What what's more valuable to a team? An who, effort at who's doing that? the most for their team? Like the, the that Rockets but, team is not even in the playoffs. But that's how you interpret him. that that. Like with Chris Paul down, like he literally was carrying that team, bro. And that was, like that was all they were a big chunk of the season. With, with some, with I think both of them there. There what? They were thirteen and fourteen with both of them there. Then Chris. Paul they had Melo at that time too, right? Yeah. I was in the beginning of the year. They had Melo. I mean, their team they weren't they weren't playing well together. But he he went down. And they you like they're thirteen and fourteen with both of them. They should be going even further down. He said no, like hop on my back. And when Chris Paul come back, we're still going to be cruising. Like, bro, he what he did this year was special. Like, bro, he had sixty. I think he had sixty. Did he have sixty. He had sixty a couple times. He gave you like at least five, six, fifty balls. Yeah. He gave you, you know what I'm saying? Four. Like, bro, he was giving you forty. Scores like, on, like, like right so if you were to quantify the amount of points that Giannis prevented, I just think everything is like, like hard, all this hard. you're saying. No, he doesn't. It's, you're overthinking it. I'm he, not you're overthinking over, it. Bro, I, the game is all about buckets and scoring points. I understand. And he, like, bro, he's giving you eight assists as well. So how many open threes is that? You and there's no way the you ball, can put. There's no other way you can even try to describe it. What? How much points he's generating for his team? It's more valuable to how. I guess the Rockets drew it up just for it to all funnel through him. Like, yeah, obviously Giannis couldn't do that, right? Because that's not the kind of player he is. But like, who's to say he's not the driving factor behind why the Bucks are coming out aggressive and blown? They they had the most. I mean, like 20, he is, 30, but all, most 20, all their 30, team is driving wins. kick, bro. So you just you you add like you just play downhill. If you don't play down Giannis, that's a, that's a bucket every single what time. What I'm trying to say, to not, listen. Is, what I'm trying to say, what Gil was trying to say, is you can say. All this about yeah, yeah, like look at the rosters and team makeup, the team makeups. You have the Bucks where yeah, you can take Giannis off that team. All the the way they play, they get downhill, kick off the shooters, they shoot a shit ton of threes. They're big shoot threes, like we were saying, they're big shoot threes, and they're the first ones back on defense, and they can guard. They have all that length, and they can guard. That's how but they play. When Giannis, Giannis is off the that, that makes listen, them so even when Giannis is off the floor, even in the playoffs. They would play well with him off the floor at points. When he was forcing sometimes, they would come when he was forcing sometimes, they would come on the court with a, a whole different five with they probably put Meritich and Lopez on the floor together or put uh Meritich and Ilias Ovo on the floor together. And they they had a lot of vets and guys that can score like Middleton, uh Brogdon, Bledsoe, guys that can kind of get theirs. They were I mean, they're solid. That team was solid. You take Harden off they, that Rockets team this year, especially without Chris Paul. Think about that. Yo, but that like they they because that's and, that's the Rockets' fault. Like I'm not about to just give okay, the Rockets. Okay, you're it, saying that's the Rockets' fault. Like, that was the circumstance. It doesn't it's matter. Not, it's not the circumstance. That's how. So they you're gonna blame that, the Rockets system for what, what Harden was that? doing? Because he they, was giving you 36, bro. 36 I'm, and so eight obviously assists. Harden's not the person that's bringing everyone in. But they, <laughs> when they decide to construct a team, like obviously you have input. Like that's how every, it was designed and built. And so like I'm not gonna give them a pass because they built just like a, a house just on one fucking brick, right? And so, just just because Harden does have to do everything, I'm not gonna just make it seem like all right, that's the most valuable. Like it's just, it, it, I've always called it a flawed system and a flawed way of playing basketball because it's not like when you do need to rely on other guys on the team to make plays when you go out or like if you're having a bad stretch. Like there's a couple times where he's like 0 for eight, like in like the first half, and it's just like all right, you're not getting right, anything from anyone get else. This. That's the crazy part. But you kind of are just proving my point. Like everything you're building up and you're saying, oh. 
like everything you're building up is him. He had to do that. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. He had to be the most valuable but player what, on his team that, in that the that NBA. But you're still not answering the question how that is more impressive than it's Gian, not you're saying Giannis impressive. Leading. We're talking about value, value that to your value. team. That you're saying you put everything, team. you've built all, they put all these stones on one, but he's that great that they think, okay, we can give him this much money, we can give that's Chris Paul this much. Oh, that, that, all that doesn't matter. You can say that's stupid all you want. That's what I said. I didn't want to get into any of that. How their system, how they pay their players, anything. But what he had to do and what he accomplished this year, it was just different, bro. Like, you Giannis's numbers were literally not the same as from last year. They got better because they got better players. They got a better system. They got a better coach. But it's, like, so, that's all so facts. His, his impact on the court wasn't better than last year. It was. It was but what, like, was his impact on the court better, better than James Harden? You're comparing what he did to himself. It wasn't bigger than what James Harden was doing, bro. Like, I, I just feel so. like I just think we overthought it. Like, the whole – I mean, no. you can you can think no. – I mean, listen, that's your opinion. We're entitled to our opinions, but – I'm That's not, ridiculous, when, when, you, when your usage rate is that high, I'm not going to just give you an MVP because everything goes to So if you, get, if you told Giannis to do that, he could do that? What Harden was doing? Because they're two different guys. But like, what, how, but like, so that, why are you holding that, that against them? You're saying you can't give it to them. But so you, so you're them? saying from the start of the year, if the Rockets chose not to play that way, just chose to actually swing the ball around and play a style of basketball that was like empowering Chris Paul to actually be Chris Paul when he was there. You know what I mean? And for the ball to be flowing around. You know what I mean? Like... To where it wasn't just all on Harden for 38 minutes of like of the fucking game, and and Harden can still get off for like 28. He doesn't have to go for 36 every night. Less stress on his body. Like and then, like who who's to say, like what, like I'm not understand what you're arguing here. I don't understand what you're arguing. Cause like, I'm talking about how James Harden has to win the MVP, and now you're talking like, about how different ways. Right, because you, you could do that, Bron, Like so that that is the exact reason I don't want to do that because Brown could easily do that. Like. Brown could easily do that every single time if he wants to. So let's make a system that I just get the ball and attack all night. It's, it's not like it's, that. It's not like that with Brown because he chooses like he chooses not to play. But what like I'm that. saying is like, not with, like with Harden, Harden is isn't like the that. highest one of the highest usage rates. He's ever, the best bro. ISO player we've ever seen. You have to play to the strengths. Like you can say you don't want to give it to him, whatever. That's his style of play. We just, that's why I asked you straight up. Can Giannis play so that, that way? Is, is, no. So what's more valuable to you if you're a GM or any a coach or anybody? Like, what would you? Bro, you ra- in a in a in a playoff series right now, I'd rather have James Harden than Giannis. I guess I would rather have him. Like me, I would rather like one guy can't even sh- can't shoot the basketball, bro. Like he was exposed, he can't shoot the basketball. Think about the coverage this team has. It's hard to just build a team, build a right team around Harden. We so everything you're saying, you're exposing all the rap, the the Rockets' flaws, and I don't care about any of that because. That but that's the reality. Is what that's, that's made that's James Harden that, that as valuable that, that as he is. That is the reality we're talking about, though. Because it wasn't bro, always it wasn't you, always like that when the first year with, with with Harden. They didn't just walk into him just shooting thirty eight shots. He wasn't game. this good. I, I know he wasn't that good, but like, <laughs> like what? I, I mean, he gonna, wasn't even this, close this to gets this. Gets this gets in a deeper conversation, but I just think once D'Antoni is gone, because that they've stripped all of his assistant coaches, and obviously that's just saying, hey, we don't want you to be here, but if you're going to stay, then whatever. But I think once there's another coach that like you can show Harden could be this good, but he doesn't have to go for 36 every single night. You know what I mean? And like it's cool to show that he's capable of doing that. But at the end of the day, like the team kind of crumbled because of that. I mean, did it not? They were a four seed in the West, and they were like I think they were like two and three, two or three. So they, they not, like, should they not have beat? They they should have beaten the Warriors. KD went down. They should have won in Game Five. Game six, they got to win. They should have won that game at home. That's just bullshit. Okay. They crumbled. Okay. And, so uh, and, and, and a lot of that is because. <laughs> what had to do with a regular season award? 
that James Harden should be winning over Giannis. What does that have to do with that? And James Harden had a better postseason than Giannis. So I don't even get but, but where that, this that argument just, is. That, like, that goes to show to... you that he kind of gamed the regular season. Like, those nights, like, I don't know, man. I'm not putting that much stock in you going for 60 against the fucking Knicks and then, like, hitting the game winner, like, against Alonzo Trier. And, like, come on, guys that are in the D League. Like, it's just, it's, it doesn't. All right, we'll, we'll move on. That's, that's what I'm saying. Agree <laughs> to disagree. Yeah. I ain't agreeing with shit you saying. Yeah. Harden should deserve that's, the MVP. Actually, this year, y'all comment. That's I guess Kamu cool. gonna put that you, up. So, so Russ should have gotten the MVP this year too. This year? Yeah. Why should he get it this year? Triple double. I mean, why why what? didn't he got it the year before? Should yeah. Harden have got it the year Russ got the triple double? Harden should have got it the year. Yes. Yes. Interesting. I don't think shot don't, better from the field. I don't think you shot th- better I don't think you thought three. that. We, we weren't recording the podcast at the time, but I don't think you thought that when when Russ won the MVP. What you saying? Oh, when Russ won the MVP two years ago. Oh, bro, I mean, you you don't look back at shit, and you, your opinion can change. I maybe did. I, I used to go back and forth with that all the time. But Harden, bro, you got to think about it. He had he averaged eight boards, so they said, okay, nah, he doesn't get it because he's not averaging triple-double. He averaged, like, 29, 10, and 8. It was literally the same thing. Step, what's his name was averaging, and he was the team was way better, and his, his averages were way better. He should have won that year. <laughs> like, when you look, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Harden really has been getting robbed. Like he's got he's gotten robbed that year. He got robbed this year. I don't think he got robbed this year because how great Giannis was. I can't say he got robbed, but I think he deserved to win that award. I really do. Um, yeah, like you said, we'll agree to disagree. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. Uh, you picked Giannis. I picked Paul George. Gobert won it. That? Uh, just from TNT Hoops episode thirteen. Oh. Um, Gobert, I just. Yeah, we we've had this conversation before. A center is not more important than a wing defender. Um, rookie of the year, Luca. Um, let's let's get back to that though, real just real quick. We've been rambling a lot about a lot of stuff. Um, with the game, the way the game is right now, though, that rim protector might be more vital than like a Kawhi. But I think Kawhi's special, so you can't really see Kawhi. But but even like guy, even guys when like when Bron's engaged, like not even Bron. But do you even think about just a good. Perimeter defender, yeah, it's just like crazy. a like valuable Clay Thompson, yeah, like is that more valuable than everything being over when he gets to the rim? Like Embiid, do you think that? Like I'm asking, yeah, because like, a great guy like KD can still play around a guy like Embiid being at the rim. You know what I mean? Or like being the secondary guy off a screen, like it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but that's over. No, they no, they can play around that perimeter guy more though, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. I don't. You don't think so? So what do you think, Steve? I yeah. So I like this question. Um just right, so put it like this: Joel Embiid is probably the best you have in the rim. Him and Gobert. Yeah. Gobert, they're the best you have. You get down, you get down there, your shot's either getting blocked, contested in a way where you miss the shot, or you know, hard foul yeah. where you don't, you have no chance of scoring. Just something, you know, that's yeah. the percentages. You play the percentages yeah. with those two guys: their timing, their length, obviously, all that. Or then you have a guy like Klay Thompson, a Pat Beverly. Um, who else is? I yeah, mean, because guards. not not every play is Andre made at the rim. Yeah, more yeah. more plays are made on like the mid range perimeter, like. Yeah. Throughout the court, so I think that's why the window. That's why you say win. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I just think it's it is so crazy. You see the numbers, like bro. When yeah. Embiid is so good at down there. Yeah, like he don't even get his credit. Like he's better than he's so much better than Gobert as a defender. We're everything talking. is over when you're down there, and he can move on the perimeter at his size and it's like height and weight. It's, yeah. He yeah, I think it's so just because he's. He's yeah. so much better than him offensively, so it's like you kind of have to give, give Gobert what he's good at, right? And make Utah fans feel like their franchise is important. But like, come on, dog! Like, 
<laughs> he was able to guard Giannis for a couple stretches. Like we talked about this on the episode as well. And like the way he did, like that was so impressive. Like I know Giannis still black that night, but when Embiid was guarding him, he was like yeah. one for six, something crazy like that. Like it's Well bro, he played he played ones with like Tatum and like Uber and yeah. Kelly Uber and That's exactly what he said. Jordan Clay you know what I mean? Like he's playing ones with one like points, yeah, point guards from the wing, wings, like, yeah, like, like three dribbles, like, court, and, he's, and he's getting to the rim and doing step back threes and yeah. all of that. Like he's he can move for the most part. So I mean, that yeah. part of his athleticism, he's definitely the best. Yeah, if he, if he plays, if he plays like seventy eight games next year, like he I don't he want can, him to play that though. Yeah, I don't want him to play it either. But oh. if he even gets close to it, he can start sweeping awards. Like, bro, because the fuck NBA, that. the NBA wants fuck to, that man. Kawhi showed it, man. Like at this point, who you don't cares? Need, yeah. Like you get those all defensive teams. People are gonna know you're a great. Like you don't have to, bro. If they're gonna keep that eighty-two, bro, he better play sixty-five next yeah. year at tops. I just a part of me though, as a, I mean, I know the, the championship means all, but like, you do want to see like I, love, I want that, I want that AI moment. Like, you know what I mean, yeah. like and be one of the MVP because Ben's never gonna win MVP. Like he's not that kind of guy that's gonna go after him. Like and B's the only guy that we've seen since AI that can really. Like if he if he went full fledged for a full season was healthy like That's, he got twenty eight he would be shot by the playoffs his big ass but what if he get his ass just in shape to the point like where he can do that yeah like he he is an athlete like to just to be saying like oh and be to shut it down yeah, like, but then it's not even so much about him his condition it's just the body and just the height and it, everything like everything that factors into his body you know him yeah, can but just guys have done break before, down like, yeah. like I, I, Hakeem, I know what, yeah, exactly but those, those guys are so much smaller than him that's yeah, another thing like yeah. bro those but even Shaq like, like, you know, like Shaq Shaq didn't go hard all 82 games I don't even think he ever played 80 like he rarely played 82 probably like around like 78 79 but different game I think Shaq was a different body type too he was just tackle was different. Like you can't even really compare that. And B can do it though. And then like we also for us like we don't have to like if if we're the veteran team like this is now year four of us having these guys like third year of Embiid and Simmons playing together like we should be closing games out early in the fourth like almost how Giannis didn't have to play rarely in the fourth or how Steph do like I want to see a lot of games like that in the East especially since everyone's going to the West man like right there should be a lot of twenty eight minute nights twenty six like. But Easy then, it, yeah, the bottom of the East, don't sleep on the bottom of the East. Those waking up a little bit. Last couple of years, I mean, obviously they, they, they've been in the lottery, like teams like the Bulls, yeah. the Hawks. But, I mean, can't, you got you put Cam Reddish Man, with Trey Young that's now. That's just pesty. Yeah, let's get, let's, yeah. You, you put, the, hold on, Rooker, you put them, and you got the Bulls too. Bulls just grabbed Kobe White. I mean, everything is like, nah, like, nah, like, you, know, you have to like see it. Child's you know, put, yeah, I'm just like, saying, like, those. You just said you want to see everybody get swept up. I'm saying the bottom of the, like teams aren't crazy trash anymore. It's, like they're like, not crazy trash. There was teams like there was a time like the Sixers were tanking, bro. There was a couple more like bro. The Charlotte was horrible. Like there was teams that were just like awful. And even the last two three years, like the Bulls have been really bad. Like teams have been trying to lose, but now those teams have been stocking. So even those lower those lower seeds like the Hawks, they have Trey Young, uh, Kevin Herter. Um, was then Cam Reddish now. They got John Collins. You know, teams like the Bulls who have Kobe White, Zach Levine. Like, they have young talent on these teams. So, I mean, we'll it see ain't going to be sweet. Even the Magic. First. But, right. I mean, I'm personally not scared of, like, the Magic. I'm not scared of any of them. Like, spe- especially if, it, as we keep talking about Embiid, like, there's none of those teams you name. Like, what do you got? Wendell Carter, Laurie Markin at center. Next. What do you got? Jonathan Simmons, Mobama. Next. Like, it's Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, like, it's. That man it's, got it's food, man. Like, there's no big man in the East right now. As long as we have that, like, it's kind of the trump card. Um, but let's go right into free agency. No, I see that, man. Um, we'll start with the AD trade. 
as we said, uh, we'll just kind of review that. Lakers receive Anthony Davis, uh, six-time All-Star from the New Orleans Pelicans for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Um, the draft picks they got, number four, uh, 2021 first round, 2023, 2024, 2025. Uh, those are like unprotected and like pick swaps, stuff like that. Um, first question I'll ask you, was it worth it? For who? For the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. You got Anthony Davis. Star power wins. It's a star-driven league. You get stars. Nice city. You attract other You attract other talent. That's pretty much the formula to, you know, contend nowadays. So, yeah, yeah it was worth it. You give up so many assets, you know, and young guys like Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, guys who – were pretty much, I, was, I guess you could say, promising to be at least really good to really good yeah. play, like you know what I mean, like good to above average players, um, possibly all stars someday. But do you think they kept the Davis. correct piece? Just to, I'm gonna get more questions. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, when I always look at these drafts, I always say it's not really in the team's control. It's kind of who you can keep because they giving up Kuz if they want. If they kept Ingram and gave up Kuz, like they would still do the same thing. It's not like they wouldn't. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like who the other I think, team I wants. I think Kuz is a little. I think they will want Kuz more than they want Bi, right? Because of a shot, just a jump shot, the over, overall style of play. Yeah. Um, I, think I mean, Bi is still more of a question mark. Kuz is starting to solidify. Like I know people say with the age thing is weird. Bi is. Bi, but Bi, he's quietly, steadily improved, improved every year scoring wise. Yes. Um, as far as his consistency too, and his ceiling's a little bit higher. I mean, he's younger than. You can't Kuz. teach aggressiveness though. Like Kuz has. He's the, aggr- Bi is aggressive though. It's not the same. Kuz is like the unconsciousness. Is like he's a loud type player. Like he's loud. Like yeah. he shoots. And his, like and he, his buckets matter. Like they come ooh. at timely sides. Like sometimes Bi just. Almost not Jeff Greenish, but it's just like sometimes it doesn't matter. I feel like when Bi is going it's on, doing his thing, right? No, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting to come back and see that in the next few years. Um, for the Pelicans, if you're asking me, if you would ask me that for sure, yeah, I think it's a you know it's a win-win for both both sides. Um, kind of how you, see, I think you really see that in a lot of NBA trades, but I think people always overreact and have to, you know, debate who got what and what team you know one up the other team. I think these most of these trades always are pretty even yeah. as far as what teams got. But I think the Pelicans definitely, you know, improved. You have Alonzo Ball now um, yeah, to match that. up with Drew Holiday. I mean, in the backcourt with Drew Holiday, potentially. And then you have B.I. probably at that three. And then Zion, obviously, at that four. And then they just drafted that kid. Uh, from Texas. can't remember his name right now. Um, they drafted a kid from Texas. I'll get that name yeah. for you later. But, uh. I know you're talking about, but I, I, who, who's the big? I mean, they got, they got Jaleel Okafor in the roster right now, but you know they had their interesting, young, interesting team. I think they can, you know, fight for AC just off a of sheer um, just combination I mean, of I think young talent. Even better, like I think we we saw a good Sacramento was last year just with a good draft class. I think this year they could be better than a team like Sacramento strictly off of the fact that it's not like like Zoe and B.I. are like rookie. I mean, this is Zoe's third year in the NBA. Same thing with B.I. B.I., this is like his fourth. Drahade is a veteran. You know what I mean? And Zion, if Zion is the kind of player that we all think him, of him to be, like there's nothing like a team like the Kings or the Suns are going to be able to do to stop New Orleans. Like, like Devin Booker's going to have a problem going up against that. You know what I mean? Or, or Memphis. Like It's just going to be. Jackson Hayes is the kid they drafted. Jackson Hayes. The five, man. I got you. Um, 
So yeah, I think they both benefited. I think it was an interesting trade. I hate the Lakers. Whatever. Let's keep us. Uh, well, we have to keep going with them just because today you saw that, as expected, AD waves his trade kicker for the four million dollars. Yeah. Um, they now have the full max. Who's their number one target? Um, if you were a Rob Palicker or just the Lakers staff, uh, you obviously need a point guard. Need a little bit more scoring or bench. The number one target is, I mean, Kyrie Irving. But or head and above everyone else. Huh? Heads and tails above everyone else. That's on the market. Kyrie. Yeah. Even I mean, over Kawhi, if you had a potential good Kawhi, he's he's over him. Oh, you're, I mean, I think we're talking about like, I mean, I guess Kawhi is realistic to the Lakers now. Um, if I'll go, I mean, I, yeah, I'll go Kawhi. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, I'll go Kawhi. You, I mean, you, I go KD skill wise and talent and yeah, but, who I want to match up with LeBron. But I mean, if I can get two, three years out of Kawhi right now and get two chips, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Okay, for um, sure. But I from think a they, more realistic standpoint, though, like from a like the guys that D'Angelo and Russell, D'Angelo I think Russell. just a combination of talent, skill, youth, and just that little bit of experience, kind of just getting his feet wet. It's kind of like where Kyrie was when LeBron. Um, Came back to Cleveland, yeah. You know, around that same age. So, I think they're just a young guy. Go back into that though. Like I, feel I'd like hope not, man. I'd hope not. It's weird. I think it's weird as hell. He's kind of like a kid, man. Like and you like, still is. You think? No, not yeah. not in like a bad way, but his friends in the league, like or the people they type were like the Carnthy Towns, Devin yeah. Booker is like, you know what I mean? Guys that are more of age. Like you go to a team like the Lakers, like it's a bunch of grown men with families, right? And like you can still be great and go on a team that's ready to. Make a run at the finals, but so that's, I mean, are we really if we're really, I mean, you got breaking think it down. Because like, Lakers are the best destination for them. Yeah, hundred percent. So, the best so, so that's what I'm saying. So, the Lakers being the best, I'm agreeing with you. So, the Lakers being the best destination for them, we'll know if he really want that action. Because realistically, you go there, man. You go, you you have to go compete with LeBron and AD. And I was there was a video you saw the video that he said he. They were in his top five team. He would want to play for. Yeah, play play with. He was like Jordan, uh, LeBron, AD, and I think he said Bill Russell. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I don't want him to go there personally, but like we're gonna really see what it's about. If they throw him that bag and he want to go there, he ends up going like Phoenix or go play with Devin Booker, which they said is out. But yo, I like that though. Like that that shows the competitiveness of the guys in the league now. Like obviously. In the grand scheme of things, no, I would like that. You, I would you love can't that. compete with LeBron, and LeBron's gonna smoke you, but like that kind of goes to. But it's not even so much always looking at LeBron at this point. You're like, look, we can keep mobbing for the next couple of years, and yeah. we have built our own little shit over here. Aiden, yep, built our own little shit. But they said, you know, they said he was out of the running for to go there. I would like to see that, but I don't want to see him go to the Lakers. And if I'm the Lakers, that's my biggest. I I want him over Kemba just because of the height. He'd and, have to guard in the playoffs. So Kyrie, D'Lo, and Kemba. Then Campbell, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so building off of that, I guess just for free agency, we saw today with uh, the number one target for the Celtics being Kemba. That's kind of like the first domino to fall because that means Rozier and Horford and Kyrie are all out. Um, just kind of give me a synopsis of how you think things go for free agency, like who signs where, overview of why, and like what's the landscape going to look like when the dust settles, I guess, after Sunday. 
Um, my prediction, I'm just going to stick with what I was saying throughout the year. Because um, I always think there's no real way to predict these. People, they, the media comes out with so many different stories. Just to keep, stories, keep the fuel going. Keep the fuel, you know, but there, there will be something you know in many words, but it will have you start thinking a little bit different than what it actually yeah. is. You're like, oh, I knew this was going to happen, but once you see it in words, it's like yeah. you feel a little different. A lot of people have to react to it. No, that's, so I'm just going to go for what I thought. I think KD and Kyrie end up going to the East Coast. They end up going to a New York team together. Okay. I still think they If do. you had to be specific, which New York team? I think they go to Brooklyn. So, earlier we thought earlier we thought New York. Why Brooklyn now? Why do you think the change? Um, I don't think the change. I don't know. I just I just feel like now with all these reports, see, now it's in my head. I threw all these reports, him signing with Rock Nation, Kyrie mm-hmm. and all that. And just him, like, he's been posting all these yoga posts and stuff on Instagram. Like, him just being back home it's in more, that environment. It's more of the hipster. Brooklyn is not New York. It's a little bit slower. Like, yeah. It's like the I'm just, west coast of the east coast. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't know. It, it's going to be – that's why I said a New York team. I don't really – I can't really specify okay. right now. Um, Do you think there's any chance of them not going to the same place? You think maybe KD goes to New York, Kyrie stays in Brooklyn? I think if they don't go to the same place, I, I don't think KD goes anywhere, but uh, KD could go to the Clippers. Damn, I mean, KD could, but okay. I think his two destinations well, are either staying in Golden State or going to New York. Well, let's play it out. If if he were to go to the Clippers, does that mean Kawhi is going there as well? Because I don't think KD's going there by himself. He could. They have the team. I was talking about that somebody earlier. Yeah, but they have to keep it together. They have to keep the the yeah. Lou Gallinari's contracts up after. That's cool. He can go. Yeah, but that's well, part. That's part of the the draw there. Patrick Beverly, you're gonna have to pay like, and at that point, it's just Patrick Beverly, you, Gallinari, Zubac, Lou Williams versus LeBron AD, James Harden, and you can go. You, they have two max spots though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So who else would have to? Yeah, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi. Those are the two guys. Yeah. That all to be talked out, but they, that's even if they, those guys get along. Okay, so well, you even still can still improve. They thought they still have a lot of young talent with Shamit and uh, Shea Gilgis. Like they have young guys that can hoop yeah. too. So I mean, I mean, they'll be interesting with just one of those guys. But with two of those guys, I think they definitely have a, a great chance. So, what are your thoughts? So he can get the supermax, obviously, like you said, the five-year, two hundred and twenty-one million from Golden State. What do you think the chances of him? Just locking in there because a lot of people are making the point like that whole New York is the financial hub and like you know, everything's made now, everything is actually made on the West Coast and Silicon Valley. Like everyone wants to move out west to LA. Um, why wouldn't he stay there if they decided to max him out? Um, what would the argument for that be? Like, the argument would simply be the media, everybody else. That's what he's trying to prove it to. Do, do you think JD is that kind of person? Because like, like he's he's been hey, little, bro. He's he, been they offer him. The, they've off. They're offering him the most amount of money that he could possibly get. That's the for player, this year. That's the player option. Like, right. That's just the one. It's, it's a but one, you, you just say, you don't you don't decline, and if you if you're even like remotely interested, you know what I mean. Like if you don't want to like test it. free agency. You get because no, that, that doesn't mean you sign, sign the five year right then and there. The five Say, years you can sign, so you can just sign and just be it's just be over with. If you're staying with the Warriors, like why wouldn't you do that? Because that's wanna, my thing. Because just like any free agent, you want to go explore the market. Yeah, but you say you're asking me, do I think KD is one of those guys? Yeah, that's why. Why are you exploring the market when the Warriors are the best possible? That's what the, that's why the situation is special. Because they're the yeah. best possible system for you to be in, yeah. and for you to just open up and explore the market when you know they're laying it out for you, yeah. and you kind of can you can even rehab there and, and dip. Like technically, you could. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So I mean, sure. for him to even decline it is it's definitely interesting. Okay. 
<clears throat> so for the East landscape, then I guess um, Sixers are gonna be the best team. Sixers gonna be the best team. Hell um, yeah! And that's pending. We'll just talk about it now. Um, Jimmy and Tobias. If Tobias leaves, it's and JJ, just, it's just Jimmy. Or if Tobias and JJ leave, how far are we away? How many pieces do we need? Tobias and JJ leave. Yeah, you need just, a couple. I mean, you need you need to replace them. I mean, yeah, but it's we can't just be stakes stacked because it's not. Like, We've gotten better at that point. Like we now have a gap. Because like, I don't shooters shooting. There's a lot of guys in the league. When you when you if they leave, you you, you still have that money. That's how I look at it. Yeah. You're not going to not improve with who we have. You know, if JJ decides to go and Tobias decides to go, you can get a Terrence Ross. Yeah. You can get a Marcus Marsh. You can get somebody. You know what I mean? You can get somebody like Harrison Barnes. Like just you because you, you're going to at that point you have to pay somebody. Yeah. You got to max somebody. You have to yeah. if you want to even you know compete sure, right now. You're serious. Right. Yeah, so that scares me about. Like, I think those two are staying though. Okay. I, I just don't think Tobias. Tobias, like from even they, that video I saw with him sitting and be like, he just doesn't. Yeah, he just don't seem like he fit in. Like but, it's just weird. But Woj, Woj, and that would be cool if he stays because that's see if you think even think if you thinking like that, it doesn't seem like he fits in and he still stays. That means he wants to be in the in the mix. He wants to be in the vibe for that. You know, obviously that's what the contract is. But that's why I think it would be interesting. But I, I saw something that said they're not offering him the max. Yeah, he's I, gonna get slightly. We, we talked, yeah, we and talked I thought that's fine. I mean, I think that's fine, but it's all about he demanded the trade because that's what he wanted. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, true. So it's interesting to see. And any, I think this is the best part now because we're starting to see the humanity in the players. Yeah, it's like what, what actually matters to you because like if you want to go to a really good team, like more times than not, you're not gonna get the max. Like, like the Lakers only have one more max spot open. Like, there's gonna be a couple guys that are taking some deals just to get a win. Like, like you can be that second tier player in the league. Like, fuck it. Like, yeah. get good money for it. Lou, like, Lou will just talk about it. Like, yeah. he knows he's underpaid, but the fact that he now gets to play with, like, I mean, on a, on a team that is on the up and up, like, like the Clippers that give a, a, a rat about their the team. Give a rat. Yeah, I was gonna curse, but my mom's been telling me about that. So, you a weirdo. The next topic we got. Um, I guess the Rockets all season woes. Uh, we already just, talked that. I, I hate talking to Rockets, honestly, bro, yeah. just because it's such a complex type system. Because even everything no, we just said, no, I'm the complex type organization, period. Like, damn, Daryl, we, Daryl, we frustrating you. Mm-hmm. You making it seem like, like I just wanted to touch on if, like, so now they're trying to bring in Jimmy Butler. Right. Will that work? Was that? Is no, this, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. <laughs> Because it's just, I think that's the baseline thing to say. Everyone's just, like, what do you mean it wouldn't work? Like that, it wouldn't work. They're three. Nah. I, so you think you think Chris Barton, like you think their styles mesh? I don't. Jimmy's not a standstill shooter, bro. Like you have, you can't, you can't, you can't. You can't I mean, yes, you always can. I mean, yeah, you can Jimmy's look at the there under the assumption that obviously he's not going to be a standstill shooter. But if it, even if it's a thought, and it does come up that Jimmy would request that like he would go there knowing like all right like the offense is going to start to change a little bit like it's and that would kind of give me hope for the Rockets of what we were referring to earlier like I see what you're saying yeah you know what I mean like and, and what's the same what do you mean oh so I, when, I, when you say would it work I just think championship because that's their aspirations and that's is it there's teams there's certain teams but that those are three with the meshing style that's not maybe yeah. James playing the way he is now like that Lakers team it's not a, it's not a cakewalk like it's going to be a lot harder competition who's LeBron I know, but like when we break, when we boil it down to the bare bones, <laughs> but like it's, it's still like bro, cool. I'm telling you, like you, it, it the NBA is such a star driven league, bro. Like all that shit matters. So like, yes, like Chris Paul, 
an aging Chris Paul, Harden, Jimmy Butler. Like, it all sounds good together and shit. Yeah. But when the Lakers really built that team up, and even the Warriors, like when they, they they're semi healthy, they're beating them. I'm sorry. I'm like, just and I I'm you know I, I defend the Rockets. That's why I don't like I don't really like like, like getting into it because the way their the, their makeup now is just yeah is 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 clearly not working. But they're stuck in it because of Chris Paul's contract. That's why they're trying to fucking sign and trade with the Sixers. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. We don't want that shit. Nah. Fuck out of here. I saw somebody say, unless they try to give us Harden, then, like, what's up? <laughs> Fuck Harden. Nah, man. Give me Harden. Give me, give me Jimmy and LMB. I need six chips. Yeah. Easy. All right. Um, I think we can go right into the draft. I think that's everything else has been covered so far. Okay. Um, um, your initial thoughts, Um, I guess, were the draft teams' drafts that you liked or, or picks that you enjoyed or I could start? Yeah, you can um, go first. So, first team that we, we touched on earlier in the podcast, Atlanta, down with Lloyd Pierce. I think they're building around Trey Young, which is smart. Build around your point guard, person that has the ball in their hand the most of the time. Shoot from anywhere on the court. Getting a guy like Cam Reddish at the 10 pick, I thought he fell. I thought just kind of – I didn't – I wasn't the biggest fan of him coming out of Duke, but I thought he definitely could have gone higher than Colby White or, like, you know what I mean? But it's just such a good fit with Trey Young and then you get DeAndre Hunter like who's not going to start for like I was looking at the projected lineups today um and they have it was Trey Young, Herder, uh Cam Reddish, um Torian Prince and then I forget who they starting at the 5. Um but just to have that like you have now six or seven guys um you bring in Evan Turner for I think Prince is out of there like they're about to let him go. What? Let him walk. Torian Prince? Nah. No. Or no, John, no, John Collins. No, they did let Torian. They traded Torian Prince yeah. to Brick. I mean, John Collins. I'm sorry. I got him mixed up. But John Collins is, they like him a lot. Like, he was balling for them last year. Like, he was definitely going to be the starter over DeAndre Hunter. Um, and then the second second team that I liked, I, I didn't like it on draft night was Cleveland. But getting Garland, Porter Jr., and having that with Sexton, like, I think you just get an accumulation of talent and, and go from there as a team, like, you just get the best collection of guys. Like, you can throw out three guards. Like, obviously, one of them's going to have to bite the bullet and come off the bench. But um, I think having that as your baseline to start to figure it out is pretty good for Cleveland. So, that's kind of like my sleeper. Oh, so you're – okay. You're on the good side of Cleveland now. Yeah, I like I liked it at the end of the day. Like, that was – there was just – I kept Porter. I think he had, like, a couple knee injuries and, like – Oh, no, he's tough. Yeah, he, he he's, he's, he's a hooper. Yeah. Like, it's – you see dudes and you're like, yeah, he's – that's like a real hooper. Like yeah. – he got picked at pick 30, and, like, he's right. definitely the guy that top 15 talent. So, him, Garland, like, if they could figure it out. Like, yeah. No, for sure. Um, they have a, you know, shit ton of guards now with Sexton and yeah. Garland and him. And even, I think Jake, Jordan Clarkson may be out of there. I, I don't oh, yeah. think anybody wants to stay in Cleveland when you don't have to. You, you don't have to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like Cleveland. Um, I thought, what is my sleeper? Uh, just your your favorite drafts or Best team drafts that you. So I mean, something I like. I like just to start off. I like. I want to say I like the Matisse Thibel pick. I think that it kind of hurt us a little bit that everybody knew who we were getting. I don't know why that's always the case for the Sixers. Like teams always know exactly where we're getting. Yeah. Or somehow I don't know if we put it out there too much. Or our management team is putting yeah, shit out there too much. But teams are just flipping our picks for pick. Are flipping our picks to get picks like the way yeah. Celtic did to us. It's like teams are working around us and like we're never benefiting off right. of really how we the get them. Like, but I, getting a guy to fall or something right. like that. Cause I think he's going to, you know, 
be good in our system. Just the way he, he's what six five, two hundred pounds, long arms. I think he got like a yeah. six six ten, six eleven. He's ready to play defense now. And he, can, he can guard, man. Yeah. He's a, he's an older dude. Played four years in college. Um, he's ready to contribute now. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that can play 15, 20 minutes next year. You know, in regular season games at least. So, I I think I like uh you know that pick. And obviously we need a shooting and. So, but you obviously need guard guys that can you know guard. Yeah. So I thought that was big. I I think a sleeper was that Jordan Poole kid from Michigan. From yeah. Michigan, that went to Golden State. I mean, he'll be good in there. He'll be good in that little system with Draymond and Iggy and all those score, guys because he can score the ball. Score the ball. Mm-hmm. High clip. Put him at the five. Put Draymond at the five. Have him at the four. Just somebody that's skilled there. And obviously, Kevon Looney is a developing player and was a good player for them. And you know, you're you're throwing out Jordan Bell and guys like Trepko who are so limited offensively. Like you can yeah. put a Jordan Poole, you know, out there and he can, you know, help you. So I thought I was big that they traded up for that 28th pick and then made a move there. Um, I'll pick also like like you said, Cam Reddish. Yeah. Um, at 10, I love Ty- Tyler Hero. I just love his game. I think he's a yeah, smooth. Disagree on that. Yeah, I think he's a smooth bucket. You know, at six four, I think he's gonna be one of those dudes that like a Kevin Herter type where he just gets to his. Um, I think his game is so so well paced him being a shooter he can move off the ball score off the ball which is hard you know to be able to do in the NBA obviously like move and score off the ball but I think he's what was he pick 13 I think yeah so I guess yeah that's a solid I guess for the spot that he was at like you have to take the talent right and last thing I think Kobe White is good I don't know why like Kobe White was so underly like like under like nobody really talked about. Like he was, he was dominant this year, and he yeah. played well in the tournament too. And then like people just, he just fell off the face of the earth because of John Morant. And, yeah, there, uh, well, there's Darius Garland. Four, it's yeah. like four heavy guards. Where it's right. just like, yeah. Nah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be tough. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I the think Bulls he was real good next to Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine, him, Chris Dunn kind of falling off. Chris Dunn would be another guy. I would, I would like to bring Chris Dunn to come off Philly's bench. He's a guy that's kind of been forgotten about, like, but. I feel like I like Chris Dunn, but he's you know he's always hurt and shit, so you know that was tough. But just to you know run through look looking over this, I didn't really like Bobo. Um, I don't know. I think it's man. Like he just doesn't look like he's like people. I think he he fits the build of like Porzingis and like all those guys. Like he can like put the ball down the deck a little bit and shoot, but like. I I never saw like the enthusiasm when I watched him at Oregon or even on draft night. Like I don't know. Not to rag on Bobo, but it just doesn't—he does doesn't seem like a dog of a center. And like when you're that skinny, like that man, I don't know, I don't know what he is because he's not no center. Yeah, That's a crazy thing. Like where you gonna he don't play like a center at all. So it's almost like I'm saying I don't know what he is, but he's like seven four. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean he's interesting. You know, Nuggets picked him. I don't think he'll be playing right away. I think they gotta bulk his body up a little bit to be able to be able to go out there against pros yeah. and not get broken. Like Mo Bamba, like Mo Bamba needed time there. Like, nah, bro, this ain't gonna work. This ain't it. Yeah. You need Drew Hamlin work us for you know another little summer there. Um, and then yeah, my top five guys just obviously Zion, RJ, Ja. I, I, just to touch on Ja Morant for a little bit. I like the Grizzlies now a lot, man. Like shout out to hometown, but the Grizzlies just any bull from Memphis. Bro, it's, that's that's such an interesting team, bro. Like just to have those two guys like Jaron Jackson Jr. Probably. Like, He's better than Bagley last year. Better than Ian. Um, he's not better than Ian. He is. He's better than Ian. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm it now. He's better than Ian. All right, let me. I'm gonna look at their numbers. Ian we'll had, had better numbers, but 
Jaren Jackson. Jaren Jaren Jaren. I know Jaren Jackson can shoot that bitch. Yeah. A little bit. A little he, bit. He can shoot it, and this is kind of, like, I hate to use other people's opinions as my own, but, like, like just to see how, like, guys like KG and, like, the other bigs in the league, like, like old vet bigs, like, I was listening, like, they all go down, like, work out with him and, like, think he's, like, one of the best, like, young bigs that come out. Like, there's, everybody just, like, always vouching for his mindset. Like, the dude Chris Vernon, like, always talking about him, like, but so, it really might be twenty and ten for the next decade, and that's just off of like his body type yeah. and the way he, he's like you know, he's skilled. Yeah, he's like the white. I don't. So, want, I don't want a guy like the white on my team. I'm just go. I'm cool. But like you, we, like we, we, we big, talked about a it. A big stretch for Jared Jackson would probably be more valuable for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. I think just dog like just Jock. Jock is. I can't wait to see the NBA this year. Even the summer league. The summer league starts on the fifth of July. Like. Bro, it's about to be some of them. Uh, this draft, this, I feel like this draft class has been gassed, not gassed up, but like so highly discussed just because of Zion. So now it's like, all right, the Duke had that crazy trio with him, RJ, and uh, Cam Reddish, but then you have the got the kids from North Carolina, Cam Johnson, and uh, what's it called, and Kobe White, and then you have Culver who came out crazy in the tournament. Even Virginia, have, bro, look at Virginia, Virginia with DeAndre Hunter, yeah. with Tyrone, like you know what I mean? Like that. Kyle Guy didn't. Kyle Guy did get drafted. Yeah, yeah, he got drafted. I mean, I just feel like a lot of guys are, you know, got a little, got some big press this year. Who went top five? I mean, Garland came on the scene late. He wasn't even, even playing um, much this year. Hachimura, the kid from Gonzaga, he was like a top three guy. They were talking him up, but he dropped after that tournament. But, yeah, just, I mean, can't, uh, Romeo Langford, like, guys you have, like, they're supposed to be really good players, even at, like, 14. Um, Grant Williams is a really good college player. First round. Um, Armel Schofield, yeah. Admiral Schofield, yeah. He went like four, I think he went like forty four. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all we got for y'all, man. Gave y'all what an hour fifteen, hour twenty minutes. Um, yeah. Just once again, TNT hoops, man. Thank you guys for listening, and supporting us through this first season. Um, Quitty and I just put in a fair amount of just work, and but it wasn't even work, man. It's been a, a joy just to kind of get our thoughts out and have you guys listen and respond so thank you guys for listening um definitely been a yeah. while it's definitely been a while it's, it's a long one too yeah, it's a long one so if you listen to this one yeah you you vibe with us yeah. like he said this Makes this pretty much friends. ended this pretty much ended with the 1819 season yeah so we got bigger and better things coming up next for the next year uh Obviously, this is our first year getting gone through the whole year, but you know we got what summer league coming up, and then yeah. I mean you know the summer gonna be live. We gonna be right back with y'all with this free agency talk coming up soon. So yeah. try to get a couple a uh, couple teammates on there. Like if y'all are out there, um, I hit a homie up yeah. that I'm talking to you after the pod about it. But yeah. I think we should be we got somebody we got somebody for y'all. You know coming up on the pod. Yeah, but man. like I always say, man, tell a friend, tell a friend. Yeah. Tell them again, man. Tell them again. Subscribe. TNT Hoops. It's a vibe. You know it. We in the building. Yeah. One.